I mean, I'm definitely back. <laughs> I guess he's back. It's been a We're minute, here. y'all. It's definitely mm-hmm. been a minute. A hot minute. Very, very hot minute. Um so should we should we just get right into it? Because I know it's gonna be dominating a lot of conversation, but can we talk about Tears of the Kingdom? Hell yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah, let's, let's, let's go. go. All right. Um, well, excuse me. I guess quickly before uh, we actually do get into it, uh, welcome to United We Nerd Podcast, where a bunch of nerds just sit around and talk about a lot of nerdy ass shit, um, especially Tears of the Kingdom. Um, of oh, course, yeah. if you're watching here live on uh, twitch.tv forward slash United We Nerd, uh, you can talk with us during the podcast uh, in the chat. You can ask us questions and we will answer them. Um, of oh, course, yeah. if you can't watch live, uh, you can watch the VOD on YouTube.com forward slash at United We Nerd or listen on podcast services wherever you listen to your podcast. Hell yeah. All right. With that out of the way, Marcelo. Yes. We're, we, we, we were starting to talk about it before, the pot, before we start recording. Tell us... Mm-hmm. Because me, me and Joel have talked about it a little bit this past weekend, but we haven't heard mm-hmm. your opinions on it. So let's let's nope. talk to you first. Tears of the Kingdom, mm-hmm. where are you at? Uh, I will never play this game. I, I I am the first to say I do not. I am not a fan oh. of Zelda games. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, basically, what so, my commentary is going to be is like this game looks absolutely amazing. It looks like people are having a ton of fun with it. But I would be so overwhelmed with like the openness of everything, like with like the the building, the, like with the addition of like the like like I've seen TikToks where people are building some crazy shit already, <laughs> and I'm just thinking to myself, I would be so overwhelmed. I would like I I've started Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. but I I've only ever put maybe like two hours in, which is nothing. So like you didn't even and make it's it just the great too plateau. Much. No. Oh wow! Okay, I just like I started playing it. Yeah, you know, like I love I love it from afar. I will watch people play that game all day. If my favorite, if my favorite content creators playing it, I will watch it a hundred percent. I will know what's going on, but I will never do it myself. Just because, like, I've beat Ocarina Time, and I think that's the only Zelda game that I've ever beat on my Nintendo sixty four. If I even beat it, I don't even remember where I stopped off. You know, I think, but it's just these games have always like been really. Oh, you know what? I beat Wind Waker. Okay, I beat Wind Waker. I'm trying to think about okay. it now. I, I got I got Wind Waker for my Wii U a couple years ago, and I beat that, and that was a ton of fun. Okay, interesting. But, All right. Yeah, so I just, just wanted like... to say that, like, because. It's awesome. I I think it, it, the game looks beautiful. I mean, oh, uh, it, I'm sure we I'm sure we would all wish that this was on a brand new high performance Switch. I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure it could. I'm sure those possibilities would be endless on something that had better processing power than a uh, like what so the, the switches. Here's the deal, though, for Tears of the Kingdom being a game that's on the Switch. What it is is a fucking miracle. That mm-hmm. actually, like, what this game does and how how well it runs for what it is, is a miracle. Because, like, like you said, like the possibilities are pretty much endless in this game now. Like, 
you have the crafting, you have surface world, you have, you know, the sky islands, everything is pretty much tangible. You have pretty much full reign over like what you can do in this world. And mm-hmm. it's like 16 gigs. The file size is yeah. 16 gigabytes. It's mm-hmm. like, that's nothing. Like you see all we're, these other like. We're, <laughs> we're Jedi survivors, 140 something gigabytes on my PlayStation. I had to delete half of my fucking library to install uh, uh, the fucking. Does it last survive? I can't even remember the name Jedi of it survivor. right now. Yeah, Jedi Survivor. Yeah, that, that's something I think we should talk about in a little bit. But since we're on this, uh, you know, Tears of the Kingdom. So that's very interesting. Um, I mean, it's totally valid. You know, I, I can understand how, like, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think... Um, Unless it's the same way. Like, it's just it's just kind of like too much. Like, too much of everything mm-hmm. going on at once. Um, that's interesting, because for me, Breath of the Wild is the first Zelda game I beat. Or I finished. Try playing other, like, Zelda games. Like, I've played Ocarina of Time. I've played um, Wind Waker. I've played... One of the ones on the Game Boy Advance. I can't remember which one. Um, Link to the Past? Maybe I'm I'm not entirely sure, um, but yeah, I've never been able to like get through any of those games just because I would get to like a point where I'm just like, I'm done, you know. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and I was thinking about buying it, but I would feel bad. Like I need, if I'm gonna buy it, I would need to beat Breath of the Wild first. Like I just feel like. It would I would be doing a disservice to myself not beating Breaths of the Wild and just and and just and then jumping to mm-hmm. to the new one. So I mean, maybe I'll sit down and pick up I like so if from Breath of the Wild I was I went to the Kokoriko village, I remember doing all that. So I made it decently not even decently far, but I've made it in places. But the open worldness of it just like it overwhelms me and it's like the only open world game that i've played where i feel overwhelmed by playing it like mm-hmm. i didn't feel that at all playing games like fallout and i don't know what it is yeah i don't know what it is about zelda in particular that does it but it's i always have trouble with zelda games it's so weird but like I am loving every minute, every TikTok, everything that I'm seeing of like people making some wild and crazy stuff on the it's internet. So wild. And Are so like I was that? so I was so curious to see what your guys' experience was so far up to that point. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I've been enjoying people's TikToks too, especially the ones mm-hmm. of uh, the people just making F F twenty two raptors and dive bombing up a goblin uh bases and shit like that. <laughs> um, or gun yeah just yep. literally making mechs in game mm-hmm. um but yeah sure we could talk we could talk about it um so i i played a little bit since we last talked uh joel you and me um but yeah this is pretty much what I was hoping for the moment that they said that, hey, you're going to be able to build shit and you're be able to fuse weapons together and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just have been having so much fun 
looking at like an obstacle and figuring out the most like rudimentary way to like get that simple task done by doing like just making like these over the top uh like contraptions or gizmos that aren't necessary whatsoever oh there's a big glare holy shit um but i i don't know i feel like this is like the best case scenario for a sequel to breath of the wild for for me at least okay i'm gonna fix this camera joel you you talk a little bit um it's funny you guys say that you've beat those other games like i never played ocarina time i never did majora's mask never did wind waker like i knew of them i read gaming magazines um i think i've only beat like oracle of seasons oracle of ages link to the past that that's it i played those games so Breath of the Wild for me was a good intro back into it at least and very immersive. And then with this one, ever since Brian showed that trailer of them like building shit, building your own weapons, I was like, I'm 100% in, right? Whenever we get it, I'm I'm all in. And it, it's super fun. And again, like you can lend yourself to the creativity or not. Like there was literally this hill I couldn't get to. I just put four logs and climbed them. Like that was it. Like you can be <laughs> as simple as you want. Um, I put like a little uh, the fan that makes you go up. I put it on a treasure chest just to see what would happen. It just spun in circles for like a minute. So I just love you could be as creative as you want. And even uh, there's a boss right in the first training area. Uh, there's a little piece of the boss that's left over. I fused that to a sword and was whacking people. And I fused <laughs> a cart to a stick. I was whacking. You know, it's super fun and like. It's it's more of what I wanted for Breath of the Wild, honestly. And mm. Breath of the Wild, I think you don't need to play it if you're asking me. I, it it does set a lot of building blocks, but I think with the beginning of this game, it's like here we here's what happens. Bye bye, let's go. Oh, like just go for it if you're thinking about it. But yeah, it is definitely like I feel like even more open world now because we have the floor and now we have the sky. Like we have before I only worried about what's on the floor. Now I have to think about what's coming down from the sky. How do I get up there? What am I fighting? Et cetera, et cetera. But it's, it's awesome. I think I saw as, as we're talking about this, you know, like I sound like such a baby for like complaining about it, but I think for me, it's the weapon durability. I, and, and I'm sure there's other people that agree with me. And oh, some people will think that I'm just being a baby about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and I, I just, I I I get attached to my inventory, you know. Mm. So to have to have things that I enjoy using, and all of a sudden it's gone. It's like, uh, you know, that would be a. That's probably my biggest letdown is the weapon durability aspect of it. And I'm sure, like, you know, I'm sure there's solutions and stuff for it. I'm sure people figured stuff so, out. Of course, you know, hundred times over. But, uh, I don't know. I think. Maybe it, maybe it's a headspace thing. Maybe I need to go back and try it again. I mean, I have it thanks to thanks to Jameson. I still have your copy, Jameson. You'll get that back in a couple of years. Oh yeah, uh, Jameson in the chat also said, "Let's talk about the war crimes against the Koroks." I've been seeing so many TikToks. Oh yeah, of people <laughs> just doing fucked up shit to Koroks. Hell yeah! Oh my god. Um, I strapped one to a cart, and I, I he, he like went on a ride like. Face first to an so, island. <laughs> did you see the bar crazy. did you see the barbecue one where they, they have a bunch of Koroks on like a thing and it's like a rotating like No, that's fucked up. We <laughs> <laughs> say brain. So I, I'm gonna I'm sending uh 
this one TikTok to you guys now, but the, somebody actually made an actual full-on space shuttle, attached a Korok to it, and it actually, this person built it to where it actually had like the full stages of launch. So he had the the launch thrusters, and then he was able to have the second stage thrusters activate and detach the first ones. Oh my god! <laughs> as the Korok is just shooting off into space. <laughs> Yeah, it's it was the Korok space program. Yep. <laughs> a lot, yeah, a lot, so a lot of rotisserie, a lot of rotisserie uh, Koroks. Uh, oh yeah, I well. saw this earlier. I was like, how the fuck? I can barely make a car, man. I can barely get the <laughs> wheels going. This guy's making a fucking stage two rocket. What the fuck? <laughs> um. But yeah, it's very interesting, Marcelo, because. Like I feel like Breath Breath of the Wild is a very, very fun game. Um but now that Tears of the Kingdom has come out, I've seen a few people mention this before. Um, and I feel bad because I can't remember I can't like mention anybody by name. Um but the this the sense the census is that Breath of the Wild feels like it was a like a test for Tears of the Kingdom. Like they got all of their physics stuff down in Breath of the Wild just so that they could do what they've done in Tears of the Kingdom. Um Interesting. to the point where the whole map is the same. It's the same map, except things have changed to like the locations and like um like one area that was, you know, bright and sunny is now kind of cold and like, you know, frozen over and stuff like that. Or like there are, you know, crevices because of the, you know, the castle like raising out of the out of the ground and stuff like that. Um but it's just really interesting because like you can you can literally just like if you've played Breath of the Wild, you can look at the map and tears like okay i know where this is and i know where this is and then you can go to them and then like little things have changed it's like okay well i can try doing this again and seeing if that works and if it doesn't you just try to figure out something else um but uh yeah there's one funny story that i want to tell um so i'm just kind of like i was venturing off to like the first village that they kind of point towards and on my way there there's this big hole in the ground, right? And so I look in, and there's a guy in there. And he's like, oh, I I drove my wagon off the road, and it fell in this hole, and now I'm stuck here, and I can't get out. It's like, okay, I need to help you get out. Um, <laughs> and, like, there's obviously, like, there's equipment there. Like, there's air balloons, and there's, like, fans that are kind of there, and, like, um, like, fire emitters are there. It's like, okay. Obviously, you want me to use something. So I'm like, all right, what do I want to do? Well, there's this piece of, of like, there's like a truss there. So, okay, I'll put that on top of the wagon and I'll put some hot air balloons on top of it and I'll put the fire emitters, you know, in the hot air balloons so I can lift up, uh, like, off the ground, you know. I'm like, all right, let's do this, you know, activate them. It's going up slowly and it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, you know, my battery's gonna run out before it gets to the top. And so I'm like, all right, let's see if I can, you know, uh, you know, maneuver my way up a little bit. And then 
I accidentally uh, turn one of them off. It tilts over, and then the whole wagon catches on fire. Nice. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's like oh shit. Sure. And and then what I end up doing is that I just build it up enough to where I can like reach it from like outside the hole, just lift it up and over. But it just goes to show like they literally let you like just try to do anything. And like I like you will definitely like go the whole weird opposite way of which would be the easiest path to do, but it's so much fun. Um mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Um it's pretty much as far as like what you're saying about the uh the weapons that's still an issue you, know, you still have the you know breakable weapons and shields and, and stuff like that it's mitigated a little bit by you being able to fuse stuff to your weapons anything literally anything anything, <laughs> anything. you can, can I, you can can i use a jar of mayonnaise I mean, if there, you found them, have you seen the TikToks of people uh, fusing a minecart, uh, minecart onto their shield and using it to sport on rails? Yep. Yep. I saw a really, I saw a really funny one like that too, where they like put like uh, like '90s ska music over them grinding on rails. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen the bomb with the shield? It looks like, like a ton of fun, guys. Like it just looks like. Being able to like make your own choice and do the adventure in your own way just seems like so much fun. Mm -hmm. and it really is. It's like I know, especially for you, like sometimes time can be like a thing. Mm -hmm. So like Tears of the King was really a game where not necessarily have to commit like time to it, but it's like you have to commit to the fact that you'll be playing this game for a long time. This isn't like, a, okay, mm -hmm. I'm going to grind this out over the weekend. No, this is something that you're going to be playing just whenever you have time. Long haul. I saw something today that somebody has already beat this game over 20 times. Oh, yeah. There, there's the people that try to see if they could just run to the end. And it's possible. Mm -hmm. It's still possible. Even in Breath of the Wild, you could, as soon as you get out of the tutorial, you could go straight to the calamity again and it's it's wild but what three hearts and like a rusty sword and they still do it it's crazy like yeah seriously fight, fight ganon fully that's yeah uh how much yeah. time have you guys put into it so far oh shit came out friday i want to say I, i've at least like poured in maybe under 10 hours and that's just me fucking around a lot but put in like five you find hours yourself just fucking around a lot all of a sudden like oh wait oh, i yeah. should probably progress the story a little bit oh, you're yeah. like hmm, let me strip yeah. let me strap this explosive to this and drop it yes yeah it's like oh i found rockets let's see what i can do with them you know. Do you guys just like how does that work? Do you guys like is there like a managed inventory or just find it and have to do it all there at once? Like how do you how do you craft stuff? So it's kind of both. Yeah. So there's definitely a lot of places like in the world that will just have supplies just kind of like laying around. Like 
in 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 like the game world there's this person that has a company that you know they were in the process of trying to build like homes and establishments like across like hyrule and so because of what happened you know that's been paused so there's a lot of just kind of like areas that have just have like um material like stuff mm-hmm. yeah gotcha. like there's like there's like a location that has a bunch of like four by fours and like wheels, wheels. And stuff you can make wagons with and whatnot and it's just kind of out there in the world or if you go to the sky islands there there's more of like the the higher tech stuff that yeah. you would find with like, mm. the rockets and whatnot um and throwers um there is also it's kind of interesting there's like a gotcha thing and I only say gotcha because it's literally in the shape of like one of those gotcha like capsule ball things. Yep. And you basically just put in a bunch of zonai because there's like zonai like automatons that you can like fight and get like part from, kind of like the guardians from Breath of the Wild. Um, mm-hmm. And you just kind of shove parts into that machine, and it pumps out these capsules where mm-hmm. they are like zonai tech that you can use to. Uh, you know, craft stuff with, and you can carry that with you. But the the one trick is, is that once you pull it out, it stays out. You can't bring it back. You can't like close it back up and bring it with with you. Yeah. But like you get you mm. you can get so much like out of almost nothing. Like there's times where I throw in like th- like four little pieces of like just common fucking tech, and they spew out like five capsules for me to hold. I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you as make far your as own that, weapons. Yeah, but as far as that goes, like you'll, they've they've done such an, a good job of making it to where almost anything is kind of usable. Like you can just chop down a fucking tree and then use the logs for, you know, whatever. Like make a bridge out put of it on your them. shield. Put on your shield. Put in your sword. And make make a long ass wood sword. You know. The the other day, I found my first spear, and then I was thinking like, okay, cool, sick. I'm going to make a spear and have like a sword, um, you know, attached to the end of it to make it like a like a sharp, pointy like like spear. What I realized is I was holding the sword, so that meant the spear was going to get attached to the sword. So what I ended up doing is just having a very long sword. Oh my gosh! So I have like a Sephiroth, like a janky ass Sephiroth sword. I can like just reach in far distance, and so I'm just like waving my sword around, like attacking enemies and shit. Um, and and well, it's a Nintendo game, so I'm assuming it doesn't feel too like clunky. You know how a lot of games would try this would probably end up being really like, like it would it wouldn't run very smooth. So it it it's it's obvious that it's not going to be running at like 60 frames, like it. It does a decent job most of the time of holding like a 30 frames. Um, okay. But if you kind of go hog wild on like the crafting and the fusing and stuff like that, and there's a lot of shit like happening in your instance, then it there are occasions where it could kind of like weird out a little bit, but it's okay. it's nothing it's nothing as offensive as the most recent games that have been coming out have been offensive. And then um mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar of the Breath of the Wild having like the blood red moon that comes out. Mm-hmm. So basically 
that's used as a kind of like clean slate mechanic where all the enemies respawn. And then for Tears right. of the Kingdom, it does that same thing, but it also clears all of the shit that you've made in the world as well. Oh, okay. So like shit that you've made and kind of just let left behind gets kind of like wiped away and like the whole kind of instance like refreshes. So you don't get you don't get stuck in like you don't get bogged down that much. Right. It, it, like it, the game refreshes itself periodically. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a, that's okay. That's yeah. a good mechanic. But like like I said before like this this game is honestly a miracle for everything that you can do in it on the hardware that is the switch with you know a chip that's 10 years old mm-hmm. um for the amount of space that doesn't take up compared to other modern like AAA games mm-hmm. that try to do stuff like this that fail and the fact that it's actually you know fun and it's you know knocking like 10 out of 10s out of the park everywhere you know this mm-hmm. yeah if if i mean uh, all i was going to say is like as you see the contenders for game of the year kind of coming forward this definitely seems like a really really strong contender so, right as of right now i can probably honestly say that this would this is probably going to be game of the year the only yeah. other thing I could see maybe in the running are either Spider-Man 2 mm-hmm. or if um, if um, Starfield is... Oh, shit. Oh, I forgot about that. If, if Starfield comes out know, decent, man. if Starfield comes out decent, not good, but decent, it might have, it might have a chance. About that, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, Jedi Survivor is so much fun, but the PC launch of that game was kind of a wreck, and performance issues with the Mm -hmm. game have been kind of a wreck. So, you know, should we? uh, I I definitely don't. Is there is there anything else about Tears of the Kingdom before we kind of? Because I feel like this is a good switching point for uh, for Jedi. Just want to say I love it. If you haven't, if you want to get it, you should get it. That's all. Super fun to make dumb shit. That's just me. I don't know. Yeah. I do want to ask Brian, have you ran into those ninja guys again? I have not seen them yet. I mean, mm. I haven't played that much. That was what's I, annoying I about not. Breath of the Wild, Marcelo. They're these, I forgot what they were called, but these the banana just, folk? Yeah, whatever they're called. They just annually pop Ninjas. up and just want to kick your ass. And like I get it, you need to be like ready. They're kind of tough, but it's like, like Yeah, I I, I think I fought one already. In Breath yeah. of the Wild, I, I remember, and I've se- and I've seen them like, I've seen streamers like go into like their compound and stuff and clear it out and stuff. So, but yeah, I I haven't run into boy. ninjas. I have run into gloom monsters though, and those are fucking scary. Nice, but I'll I'll leave I it there for now. Yeah. That is. Oh yeah, James Jameson got it. it was the Higa clan. Thank you. The Hugo clan. They just got it just got uh, tired after a while. It's like, can I just be left alone? <laughs> I'd rather fight oh, a lionel. Come on, I'll fight a lionel. Just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, Tears of the Kingdom right. gets a thumbs up from us. Oh, yeah. Even though Marcella hasn't played it, it still gives it a thumbs up. Oh, absolutely. Right. I'll give it a thumbs up. No, 100 <laughs> percent because it's still fun. 
it's a fun and enjoyable game to watch streamers play you know so that's a, that that for me is also good enough okay so jedi survivor um joel i know you haven't played it so and marcel you've played it right oh yeah yeah i've played okay so we're gonna do our best to like keep this spoiler free we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about anything we're not going to talk about anything like story related. We're just going to talk about just like how the game. Yeah, plays. I'll, I'll I'll just talk about big picture stuff for you. Uh, this, yeah. but uh, for me, real quick, kind of my my big bullet points. Calcastus is probably one of my favorite Jedi's. I think he is. Uh, he's a contender for probably my number one favorite Jedi in the whole universe, and I'm so happy he's a canon Jedi because I I want to oh, yeah. see him in the live action anything. Because I love yet. his character, and you know uh, what's his what's the guy's name? What's his name? It's not Patrick, Cameron Monaghan. Cam, Cam, Cameron Monaghan. What is it? Cameron Monaghan. Cameron. I mean, Monaghan. just the fact that it was like, yeah, uh, man. Listen, let me tell you. But uh, <laughs> okay, here yeah, we go. his his character development uh, from one to two has been really good. Uh, it's, it's great. Good to hear. It's it's, nine, it's, nine it's such a fun story, Joel. It's such a fun story. Not even I haven't even gotten that far into it, but I just know that it's building up to something that's going to be a ton of fun. I mean, I'm sure you've seen the trailers with him like using a blaster. Like, oh yeah, a Jedi yeah. using a blaster as part of his stance. Like that's huge. Like, mm-hmm. but it changes the dynamic of the gameplay so much. Um, I that's love cool. the stances that are available. A uh, ton of fun. Uh, I, yeah, I've just, it's been good, man. It's, it's been having a lot of fun. I mean, how, what about you, Brian? How, how have you been with it? You've been enjoying it or? So, I mean, what you said, I, I agree fully. Like this how is like leaps and bounds, like different and bet like in a good way, you know, like he, you could tell that he, the character has like progressed. Like throughout the, because I think the time frame between Fallen Order and and Survivor are like five years. There's like a five mm-hmm. year gap That's between. So he he's been doing like shit, you know, since then. And so like you can sell, you can tell that that's kind of like, you know, changed him a little bit. Like he he's getting more like you know entrenched in like the the fight against the empire kind of kind of shit you know it's it's like it's very like he's seen some shit type of dark like Mm -hmm. he's definitely he's uh he's like uh god what's the word i'm thinking about he's he's in it for the fight baby yeah he's he's all in on defeating the empire and stuff you know so yeah i mean my biggest issue with the game you know like anybody can talk about the performance and, you know, we saw some really weird stuff with Fallen Order or whatever. Like, you know, the game wasn't perfect. It didn't run perfect. Neither does this game, right? But, like, fuck, what what was it again? Like, now I can't remember because I I had, like, an issue with the game and it must have been something with, like... It's not annoying animals, is it? I heard they're not back, though. I heard there's not annoying goats you gotta fight and shit like that. No, there is. There's there's new creatures, but they don't feel as... 
like the normal creatures don't feel as tough as they did in Fallen Order. God, those goats, man. <laughs> like, there, are leg- there are legendary creatures, though, that will kick your ass, though. Oh, perfect. Yeah, they'll two, Just like, like Odyssey. You. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, the, now I can't remember what story, what my character, was. customization. Was it the map? <laughs> yes, the map sucks, dude. The I map can't. is not good. The map is not better. Worse than one? The, it's it's almost exactly the same as one. It's so, yeah. I can, I don't know how to read the fucking map, dude. Like, yeah. Little context for those who don't know, in Fallen Order, you had like a 3D map you can kind of move around. Um, it wasn't very intuitive. Wasn't very good. So for me, that's kind of disappointing. The, but the only thing they really did to the map is that they added a feature that you can turn on where it sh- it shows your backtrack for like a little bit. So there's like a trail that shows where you came from. So at least you kind of know like where you just went. Okay. But it's still it's like a confusing cool. mess of like layered like graphs and bullshit. The only it's the so only, hard to read. The only like saving grace I'll say is that um at least there's like more fast travel options. Mm-hmm. Oh thank God. Yeah, so like you, you don't have to like actually go if you're if you're doing like the collectibles hunting like at the end of the game. You don't have to like tra- traverse every single portion of the fucking map. You could just hate that in Fallen Order. As long as you find a meditation that. point, you could you have a, a fast travel spot. Dude, that was a, so annoying. Let me go through this duct again three more times. Mm. Come on. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, as far as like the story, um, I I'll just say that I kind of told you a little bit on Saturday. Uh, Joel, that yeah. this definitely, and I'll tell you this, Marcelo, that I definitely feel like this is like the Empire Strikes Back of the Jedi series. Mm-hmm. It is darker than Fallen Order. It ha- it has a lot more personal weight to it. Like they they real the story compared to Fallen Order. Fallen Order felt like you know it's like you know it was the Order sixty six and all the Jedi you know either died or hiding you know cal is trying to like just like live he gets found it's this whole like the empire's hunting him kind of thing where i mean that's still kind of happening because it's still star wars um but survivor is a lot more smaller more personal story like this is a more personal... to cal. yes it. like they do actually a good job of actually not trying to have outside like other star wars events influence this story for at least at least for survivor so um it felt felt nice it felt it felt nice that we were able just kind of like okay this is just cal you know we're focusing on him and his friends and like the struggles he's going through in this game is the only thing that matters at this point at this moment um um, Ask Marcelo, I bet I have to ask oh, yeah. again if you guys sure. change. Did you give your Cal a mullet? Not yet. No, he's still <laughs> the base. I haven't done anything like that yet, but I've seen, you know, I love like Randy Savage fucking Cal Kestis. Like, it looks so funny. <laughs> it looks so good. Um, Apparently, there's a um, an achievement. Where you have to give Cal the mullet and the handlebar mustache, and um, once you get the cross guard stance, 
there's a move where he actually just like you know boots somebody and apparently um it's a it's an achievement to kind of like um fuck i forgot what it was called but it was oh no it was it was called roundhouse oh my god or like roadhouse (laughs) so he's missing he's missing just like a like a tank top and uh and a pair of blue jeans yep a white beater (laughs) um but yeah i kind of told you i'm I didn't fuck his look. I I I did change his outfits and like customize his like gear and stuff. For me, when it comes to a game that has like a set character and it's not like a, you know, player created character, I kind of don't like to fuck with the default look because it's like I'm playing as Cal. I'm not playing my Cal Kestis. Like, yeah, I'm going to change his outfit a little bit, but it's still, you know, it's going to be, you know, the scruff, like the, you know, he has a little bit of scruff going on and he still kind of has his, like, his hairdo, you know, it's kind of getting a little bit longer, but it's still like, it still looks like Cal, you know, that's just me. However, I did find out some sick ass Easter eggs for the outfits, though, if I, uh, I don't know if you recognize this, Marcelo and Joel, I don't know. I don't know if you know you'll think this is a spoiler or not, but I think it's actually really interesting, and it's very uh, they're you know showing respect to the Star Wars games of old, um, and they actually have a full they're in, they're inspired, so it's not like one for one, but they have a full Dash Rendar and Cal Katarn <laughs> outfit option. Oh, That's sick! Funny. So like, so if you're a fan of the um, the uh shadow of the empire or the uh uh jedi academy games like you can you can dress cal as as uh those characters a little bit so i thought that was i thought that was nice star killer star killer yes they cut some lightsabers like ones that you have huh i guess i should say if if you guys made lightsabers like at disneyland did you make them in the game yet customize it like that so no, I, I don't think I'll be able to remember. I don't even. I think it'll take me forever to find my parts. So it's kind of interesting because um, this time they actually made more. No, I'm not sure because they did. They did get new parts for uh, Galaxy's Edge, so I don't know if the ones they have in here resemble those ones. Let me see. But I, I definitely um, in the first game because they had exactly all the same parts as Galaxy's yeah, Edge. So yeah, yeah. I, I definitely made it then. This time I kind of went with a a half and half because they have some kind of uh parts that kind of look like an old temple guard. Look where it has kind of like the bronze yeah. and like the leather look. Ooh. Sith. So Sith. For uh, so cool. For the people that uh are listening to this in audio, Marcel just pulled out his sick ass custom lightsaber. It has um dude. I love Very this. Sith right now. <laughs> this thing doesn't fit in the bag that they give you. <laughs> oh yeah, because like you have like these four like prongs like that shoot out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks yeah. dope though. Yeah, this is my baby. What's what's that? What's the handle look like? Is that actual like? Oh, it actually has like the cross hatching in it. That looks sick. Nice. Fuck! I need to go make a new one. Shit. I should Hold bust on. out mine. Where is mine? Shit. I mean, if you're showing you your. 
fuck? I don't know where mine is. This sucks. <laughs> I have my Ezra one. Okay, let me get my Ezra my, fucking light. My gen. Do you have an Ezra light? Oh, are we all are we all just showing lightsabers now? Are we yeah, all just we're, kinda... we're, we're we're comparing we're comparing our sizes, guys. Oh, that little... Ezra one. Oh, but it's like oh, that's oh. Did you buy the Ezra one? Oh, dude, the blaster. Yeah, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. <laughs> Even has a blaster. <laughs> oh fuck! I forgot it oh. lights up. <laughs> there you go. It's in the blaster. <laughs> and then Marcelo remembers this. Remember a long time ago? Oh, the long old time ago. We're gonna turn this shit off. Remember Jay got this for me for my birthday. Still got it. Wow. Wow. Old one that shoots out. I was so fucking hyped, dude. Oh my god. Still got that shit. Uh uh, I know we're kind of going off a tangent, but did you guys see that they started selling um, new lightsaber stands at Galaxy's Edge that um, resemble Cal's workbench? Oh, no! Sick. What the yeah. fuck? God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> fuck! It's, it's like 50 bucks, and it has LED lights in it, so it has like, it like glows, and um, separately they sell kyber crystal holders that attach to it, and then when you put a crystal in it, it lights up. That's fucking cool. God damn it! It's super sick. Oh, a little overpriced, I'll I'll admit, but still yeah, sick. It's fifty For bucks. A Disneyland thing. Yeah, I mean, it's fifty, 50 bucks. bucks, and like each each individual like kyber crystal holder is like fourteen bucks. Oh, okay. There you go. That's where they get you. All right, real. hold on though, guys. I gotta go grab something really quick because I found this in my garage the other day. Okay. I know we're on a tangent here, but this is I gotta show <laughs> That's you. That's okay. Really I'll, quick. I'll I'll tell Joel a little bit about uh survivors. So. Okay, I gotta put this away. <laughs> it's too fun. So, um, yeah, pretty much like the game itself, you know, minus the you know the FPS issues and you know the the stuttering, it can it can get depending on where you're playing it. The game feels good still. It that's what I've heard. Like I haven't seen other than the launch day complaints. You know, people like bombing it because it wasn't ready. That's other than that, it seems like people are having a I good mean, time. I mean, it's still fair because you, you, you know, I can, I can understand. It's like a seventy, but it's seventy dollar game that you expect to work. You know, you know that a uh, quick little tangent that still blows my mind, dude. Seventy dollars. It was sixty dollars for how long? I mean, I, it's like a little thing, right? It, it's just. I mean, like they finally did it. It's, like, it's, it's the un, it's the unpopular opinion, but I feel like it's kind of the more accurate opinion is that we're we're lucky that games have been this cheap for that long i, I kind of think about 80 like 80s and 90s like games were like almost like 90 100 dollars, and then they dropped down to like 60 65 at least at least in the u.s because i know in canada and other places they're a lot more expensive yeah. okay. um but now you know yeah. it makes sense like all the hardware they have to put into it and yeah. like all the all the stuff they put into it already, and the games still kind of don't work half yeah. the time. And it still blows my mind. Pokemon games like sixty bucks. Like I still see Scarlet and Violet that's, sixty dollars. That, that's that's just the Nintendo price. Nintendo prices never no. waver. No, they never, never ever waver. do. I I'm just like, it's like wow. Like Xbox play PS Five is thirty bucks. It it just it just hit me the other day when I was at Target. Yeah. What is it, Marcelo? What'd you pull from okay, the crypt? Okay. Hold on, I pull. I found this from the crypt. Literally. From the crypt. Okay. Hold on. I found my original 
19 or 2000 Qui-Gon Jinn lightsaber. Oh, dude. Whoa. From the Phantom Menace, dude. That Qui-Gon Jinn. The Toys R Us special. <laughs> Damn. Dude, this thing takes the batteries for to, yeah, they to fucking do. turn on. Dude. Yeah, they fucking do. So I, I was like, God. hell yeah. I found this in my garage the other day as I was cleaning stuff out. And uh, my kids are having a great time with it, so. I remember beating the shit out of those things. Oh, like, oh, like Joel's collapses all the way. This is it. That's it, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I can't wait till they make the one where it goes all the way up and down. I'm sure man, they're working on it right man, now. But... Remember when we thought that that was sick? It was like, oh man, it goes down gotta, almost like, all the you way. You gotta like swing it out and like, <laughs> yeah, fucking. Yeah. I do it with this one. <laughs> <laughs> Took a second. Anyways. How old are so we? on the topic, I mean, on the topic of Star Wars, guys, um, <laughs> you know, I've been talking to you guys kind of offline, but, you know, I've been reading the Thrawn series mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and it's really great. Um, I am struggling a little bit with the second book. Uh, I'm listening to it on Audible because I cannot stand Anakin and Padme's like the voice actor for the way that they're reading Anakin and Padme's voice in fucking alliances okay it like it like i'm just like oh i can't get into this like well i mean because like when when you already know that they like there are people that do voice those characters i yeah i, I kind of understand that it's kind of weird like mark thompson's a very good you know mm-hmm. you know aud- like audible like good. reader like voice actor and stuff like that but it's like i can't understand that you hear them doing characters that already have you know voices and I'm just like, oh boy. <laughs> but other than that, these stories are amazing. Thrawn was such a fun book. Uh, so really, good. such a good story. I was totally into it. Uh, so I can't wait to finish the trilogy. Now you know why I'm so excited. <laughs> I know. Exactly. I'm going to try to get everything done by, by the time we get to Ahsoka. And I finished Rebels. Oh, I damn. S- or... Uh yeah, I finished Rebels. I was trying to nice. remember. Just want to so, ask you, Marcel, really quick before uh, I have something else I wanted to ask you. But what did you think of the world between worlds? There's actual name for it. I didn't know that, but the uh, what do you think of that concept the first time? I thought it was interesting. It just the force itself is now so fleshed out. Like there's so much to it. Like there's fucking. Like, uh, what was it? Like, with Clone Wars, wasn't there, like, people that like, Yoda trained with or something like that, too, that were Masters of the Force? I like the Force creature in, like, Season 3 of Rebels that, like, helps uh, Ezra kind of... Ezra oh, and... Um, uh, uh, what's his um, name? Andu something? Andu. Bendu. A- yeah. it, it's Bendu. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Like, that, that all, the, all that kind of stuff is super interesting. Light. Dark. I'm the one in the middle. The bend. Oh, man. That was epic. I'm the one in the middle. I was like, oh, fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I went back and finished Rebels because I, I had told you guys that I just wasn't into it at all. First then... season, I don't blame you. It's it's hard. After that, though, it's it's belt to the metal. Like, good shit. Like, I love learning about, like, Sabine and all that shit she did and then all the stuff with... Uh... Uh, with damn too many characters, Bo-Katan. Oh yeah, you get you get you get kind of like a little bit more perspective on the Mandalorian now. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
be like, Bo-Katan, what the fuck happened? Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. So, no, yeah, I've been I've been pretty into Star Wars stuff the past couple of weeks, just reading and watching Rebels and stuff like that, so. Hell yeah. Like Star Wars? No. Also, I'm saying, did you guys check out the uh, the book that led up to uh, fall, um, Survivor? I forgot there was like a prequel book. I, no. I haven't checked it out yet. I I purchased it on Audible, but I haven't read it yet because I'm still I'm still in the process of reading uh, or listening to Throw on Ascendancy, uh, the second book in that trilogy. I plan to though, because from after playing the game, I can probably see that. A lot of those five years is what happens in the book. Yeah. Like everything that leads up to where we where we start off on. Yeah. Um but yeah, um Star Survivor or Jedi Survivor um is I I've had a fun time with it. I've played it on my Series X. So I haven't had too many issues with it. Um you know, I, you know, of course, when you go to Kobo, there's, it's the biggest planet out of all of them. So it, it stutters a little bit when it's trying to load in certain sections. Um, there's a cantina that you frequent on that planet and the doors have to load, like the doors are like shut and there's like blinking yellow lights. And it's because what's on the other side of the door is loading in. Yeah, it's it's, try, it's trying to fucking process all that shit. So I don't know. For me personally, I just kind of, unless if it's like making the game unplayable, I don't harp on it too much. You know, I'm still very much enjoying the game. the 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 action in the game is is great. The maneuvering is very fun. The new force powers that they have you unlock are what I feel like is logical for like a sequel to fallen order it's like the progression of cal is just going to give you more and more you know variety of like force powers and abilities and whatnot yeah no it's been really good you can really the dynamics of the game are really different depending on your play style like uh i mean i primarily have just been like with the double bladed just you know i love the crowd control for that really good it's really good uh and then I love the quickness of like the the dual bladed or, or of the yeah, yeah where you dual wield yeah. But it's interesting. I try I tried dual wielding for a little bit, um, but I kept getting my ass beat. I was having such a hard time like pairing with the dual the dual blades. <laughs> um, I I told Joel this, but I do love how heavy the cross guard feels. Because they're just holding a big two-handed sword, so it like it it makes sense to how heavy it should be, and I, I just think it's really cool how you can like just switch over to it and it, like Cal's maneuvers like fucking like swinging like he's gonna like hit a home run with his fucking lightsaber, right? Um. Oh, and about customization, uh, Marcel, I didn't know if you noticed that you can actually change the angle of the cross guard. Yeah, you can like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that's that super cool. Nice surprise. Uh, but yeah, you know, 
you know, despite all the bugs, like I do, I do hope that they do kind of like fix it over time. That way I can kind of go back and like, you know, see how different it would be mm -hmm. if it like ran a little bit smoother. But like, are you I running was... it on performance? What are you running it on? I'm running on performance just because, you know, I don't. I personally would rather have it perform better so that the combat feels bet like feels as smooth as it can be. Yeah. Yeah. For for me personally. That's just because I play a lot of Devil May Cry and performance really matters <laughs> in Devil May Cry. <laughs> With like the combos and stuff. Oh yeah. Like timing's everything for like any kind of like combat like this. Um so I just you know, put on performance, just kinda like, you know, hope for the best. Um you know, it's been fine. Fun. I think I'm just it's used to fun. it now. So it's like, I, eh, you know, I mean, I, I caught, I caught it's... some really funny screenshots from Fallen Order, like with like the Chewbacca fur was just awful in, in, <laughs> in Fallen Order. Like they look sickly. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember, I remember that a lot, but as, but, you know, like I said, it's still fun. If you like Star mm -hmm. Wars. It's a fun time. Uh, let's see. What else has been going on? Oh, um, we did. We did just pet like, like I know it was like a few weeks ago, but we did pass through Star Wars Day. Speaking of Star Wars, mm -hmm. um, yeah, hell yeah. I did not know that they we're showing Return of the Jedi in theaters until it was too late, and I'm very sad. Oh, no! Because Return of the Jedi is one of my favorites. So I, I'm kind of bummed that I missed the boat on that. Um, but I did make a leg. I did make a Lego run. And boy, oh boy, did I spend a lot of money. I did want to show you guys one thing, though. Let me see if I can get... So... Every year for Star Wars Day, Lego, you know, has a little incentives, right? It's like, oh, you purchase a certain amount and stuff like that, or if you're like a VIP member. So this year, for VIP members, for the the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, they made a special edition Death Star 2 coin. Nice. That's pretty cool. And it has a little display over it, and then you pop it off, and then it has. Whoa, that's like cool. the actual like Death Star. It's a pretty nice coin too. You know, it's pretty pretty thick, a pretty thick boy. There's Lego Star Wars on the back of it. Death Star two. Death Star two, baby. Two of three. Omnifully operational. But yeah, um. Did you guys do anything special for uh, Star Wars? Uh, I let the kids watch The Phantom Menace. Oh, how'd that go? Nice. It's all right. They're still a little, it's a little politically for them for to be like for them to sit through it a little bit. Uh, uh so I just, I, I just watched the scenes that I wanted to watch. So I skipped to like the pod <laughs> racing scene, and then, <laughs> and then the scene at the end with Darth Maul, and I, I was having a good time with it, you know. Um. But uh, we're we're building up slowly. They're they're slowly getting exposed to that type of stuff. Um, 
Was that was that the first Star Wars movie you showed him? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just. Uh, so I had this really funny conversation because I did start A New Hope with them. Mm-hmm. I was like, this movie's from like 1977 or whatever, you know, it's yeah. not that bad. Cut to fucking burning bodies of aunt and uncle like <laughs> uncle and Owen. Like, a little crispy just a little crispy i was like oh i forgot about this like i forgot <laughs> that they show like they're burning bodies i was like oh so i picked phantom menace because phantom menace was definitely more of a of a kid-friendly movie you oh, know yeah. it's got jar jar comparison uh so oh. you know I, i'm i'm like trickling it in a little bit I think I'm trickling it more in with music than I am with movies because I'm just listening to the music that I listen to. Mm-hmm. And so, like, which I listen to a lot of metal music in the car. So, like, the other day I caught the kids doing this. Hey. <laughs> which is really, which is really funny. There. Metal drone. Yeah, dude. Um, but no, I didn't really do anything else for Star Wars Day. Honestly, it was just like another day. I wanted to see if I could get my hands on that like the Darth Vader Star Destroyer, the Oh yeah, But I yeah. I don't even see if it ever came out on sale that day. I thought it was supposed to be released that day. No, they they mainly just kind of release a lot of like uh Return of the Jedi stuff. Oh uh, did you get your trench run? The trench Star Destroyer Lego set? I didn't get that. I did get the throne room and the uh nice. the speeder chase on Endor. Nice. I grabbed those. But it did come with um like a mini X-wing kit and a like oh, little right. tiny model Death Star 2, which is sick. I haven't built it yet. I built the throne room and that looks really sick. I think all I did was just play Battlefront with you and of course quote the movies. That's like, right. We did. Play. We did play some Battlefront that day. Was Oops. everybody playing Battlefront that day? Oh, it was, the lobbies were full, man. <laughs> they oh, were that full. must have been nice. We didn't have to wait long, which is which was oh. nice. And it's still fun, dude. I know. I guess that's on stream when we when we stream that. Like for all like the shit that Battlefront Two got before it came out, I felt like they kind of turned it around and made it like a really great game. They did. So I really do hope that a Battlefront 3 is on the horizon. Because if they just take those lessons that they learned from that and then are more open to just kind of like putting more content into the games and like maybe some more recent stuff as well, you know, because we do got Mandalorian, we do got, you know, Andor, we have, uh, you know, different versions of like, obi-wan and and vader right you know animated stuff even maybe but i feel i feel like they could i feel like a three is possible and i really do want to see it because i had so much fun playing with joel it's fun man it It was was great wanted to watch solo again but i didn't get to it maybe i'll make time to just watch it again Uh, no i'm kidding it was a good movie it was all right (laughs) There's gonna be no solo slander here. It's a good fun movie, man. It's a good fun movie that got (laughs) horribly placed in. I mean, yeah. And we won't we won't get solo too. That's for sure. Nope. 
maybe on Disney Plus in ten years. Oh, I watched. Uh, I started watching Rogue One again too. I fucking love oh. Rogue One. Oh, now that's that's a print. That's a good Star Wars movie. There you go. All so. to explain one detail, <laughs> and they do it so well. Yep. <laughs> that's a good and movie. I did. I did start watching Visions. Oh, I've been. Yep. Yep. I'm with you on, on episode that. five. Good episode stuff. Five. Really I've, good stuff. I think I watched up to episode three. I haven't watched any more since. Five is. I, woo, want, I want to. Five is good stuff. It's all good. It's five. All good. It, it's it's very, very Sith heavy though. I know Joel, you mentioned that the other day when we yeah, were talking. Yeah, heavy. They are tangoing and dancing with the Sith, but in a great way. It, it's. Uh, maybe we'll talk about Mando a little later too. Um, with this, but we're getting. Sith perspective, bad guy perspective more, which we need, right? It, we've had a lot hmm. of good guys, Skywalker, you know, save the day shit, but it's good. Like, we, it, the way they portray the Sith, too, it's 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 just dope, you know? I just, I can't wait to see what they do with the rest of the series. Marcel, did you finish it? No, no, I think I stopped after episode five. Uh, and I still, so I still need to watch the rest, but yeah, I mean, everything up to this point has been pretty solid. Um, I actually need to go back and watch uh, Tales of the the Tales one. I haven't oh, seen those. Tales yet. of the Jedi. Ooh, I haven't seen those yet. Oh um, boy! If you really like Dooku, it's it's so good. It fleshes him out, so, and they, they really story stuff too. Like interesting. It, it's a mm. Dooku story, and um, there's one moment I didn't think they would ever explain, and they went there. I was like, what the fuck? And it was... That was my favorite I, episode. I don't want to spoil it. It's just there was a really, like, pivotal moment and dark moment. Yeah. I think maybe that's their first, like, dance with the Sith. Like, like, hey, this is how they do things, and we're going to show you how. And it's, it's... Yeah, I'll go know. back and watch it. It's on my It's on my watch list, but what is it on my watch list these days? Because there's just too much to watch out there, guys. <laughs> Yeah, you're ahead of me on Barry and Succession right now, and I'm still catching up with uh, Barry, Better Succession, Ted Lasso. Oh, we started uh, Ted Lasso, did I tell you that? We no. are like five episodes in, so it, it's it's still really good. Oh, you're catching up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tales of the Jedi, getting a season two, I'm so excited. I don't know who they picked to uh, focus on, yeah, but... Um, I don't think they picked yet. Come on, pick my boy Quinlan Voss. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Mention him in <laughs> Obi Wan. Come on, uh, it'll probably be. Uh, I don't know who, who are they going to pick, but Life of DS maybe. Man, the mystery. Yes. Man, the mystery. Um. But yeah, I know we haven't been able to actually talk about Mandalorian, so I. I feel like we should probably you know actually like talk about it <laughs> at least a little bit since we're on this like star wars kick this episode apparently that's what so. i'm thinking yeah so uh I... just so really quick before we talk about mando we'll talk about it i swear uh james f we talked about bad batch um oh no we actually did oh, we talk about that batch. yeah uh, james been, been really behind I know Jameson was trying to watch it. Marcel, are you caught up on Bad Batch? I don't remember. Ah, it's fucking spoilers. Um, oh. I know what happens, but I haven't finished it. I like, I like, had just started the season, and when the season, when the series, series or season ended, mm-hmm. uh, and I was just like, well, what the fuck? What's the point now? I'm, I'm, I can't get invested into this, but I don't want to say anything more. Well, well, I'll touch James... up on it lightly because it's still really good content. Uh, just we, we. 
we kind of go back with our our steps with uh, Crosshair, and of course, you know, he's still one of clone, you know, Bad Batch ninety nine or uh, oh, what are they called? No, um, Clone Squad. I can't think of the right thing, but oh, it, it's cool seeing him grow again. Um, what do you say, Brian? The Clone Force ninety nine. Thank you. That's it. I don't know why my brain couldn't say, it. but yeah, just revisiting that and. With season one, we saw all these clones getting uh, decommissioned, right? Um, and it's cool seeing their follow-up, but they're still teasing us. They haven't fully... They, they, there's more, but not what I wanted, but still cool. And seeing them go help that, and then Crosshair's growth. And there's a couple, like, I would... I could argue they're filler episodes, but it's like, wow, what we got this from a filler episode? This is sick. Um, <laughs> I, I, I spelled it for Jameson a little, but there's this really big thing that happens. <laughs> so it, it's a really cool episode. But um, yeah, I mean, it still gut punches you, though. Uh, uh, the I love the interweaving of like the Empire's like opinion and vibe for cloning and the clones. Uh, and it just kind of, and it really marries perfectly with how the Mandalorian ended, right? Mm-hmm, like, yeah. there's just so the undertones of how clone and cloning are, and how the overall, like, the overall opinion is that it's no good, but yet we end up with characters like, are we going into spoilers? Well, you know what? Just because you said it, uh, this is a uh, spoiler territory now. If you haven't watched Bad Batch or honestly Mandalorian yet, um, watch Mando you know, season three so we can talk to you about. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we risk. don't need to go episode by episode, but I can just co- touch the high yeah, points. There, there, I want to touch a couple of high notes and, uh, mm-hmm. but like the the clone spoilers, the clone Gideon's right. Like he is the only one that wants to make yeah. the perfect the perfect Gideon. Right? That's fucking wild. Trying to make like a force force using like Gideon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they shut that shit down quick. <laughs> yep. Have you seen I the thought... the spin foil that like, oh, it wasn't the Gideon with his mustache, so it's yeah. not the right one? <laughs> Guys, do you think that was just a production error? Episode to episode. Do you think that was a production error with the mustache? I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything about it. So Nobody's know. come out and said, "No, sorry guys, we fucked that up." No. <laughs> so the theory's still there's still a chance. <laughs> there's still a chance. The real know, ones out know. there. And I just thought it was very interesting how they actually started bringing in more and more characters as like the season went on for Mandalorian. Right. We got we got General Hux's dad. Yep. You know we have Bronze right hand man. Thrawn's yep. right hand man, which at this point that character's only been um shit, I don't even remember if he was in Rebels. Yeah. Was I think he in so. Rebels? Yeah, I think okay. so. Cause I know he's in the books for sure. But like we're we're like get we're getting those like mm, all the ex- all the extended universe teasers, mm-hmm. like you know, we're getting those last little bits before Ahsoka comes out and like we get the grand reveal, you know. Project oh. Necromancer. Which we're going to get six full hours of Ahsoka or eight? Yes. Like six or, six or eight episodes, I, I assume. Great. All at least an hour. Just, oh, just Fuck, feed it yeah. to me. 
It's Dave Filoni's baby. You know it's going to be fucking good. I know. You know it. He wrote every episode, right? This this show is probably going to have on it is, you know. I love the secrecy. I love the secrecy. I love not knowing anything. I love that we won't know anything. I mean, shit, it was wild that it wasn't spoiled until, like, Star Wars Celebration, the fact that... um, you know, we were getting we were getting our boy back for Thrawn. Right. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. I probably had a gun to Filoni's head. Which is which is crazy mm-hmm. because in the like where does that put it in the timeline? So at that point, like where is Ahsoka in the timeline of what happens to him in Rebels? And what does that mean for... So that's the trick, because we don't know... Ezra. Spoilers for Rebels. You should know by now. So, obviously the stuff that happens to Ezra and Thrawn happened before A New Hope and Rogue yeah. One. Yeah. Um, what happens at the very end of Rebels... From what I've been hearing is the assumption is that anything that happens right now during Ahsoka, at least at the beginning of Ahsoka, is happening in between that time. Mm. Because you okay. because because Ahsoka had like that white robe and like that staff and stuff like that at, at the end of Rebels, and she, yeah. so far she hasn't had that yet, like in the the sequel trilogy era. So it's a it's assumed that it's like somewhere in between. You know the time the time we first see her in the Mandalorian, and you know then. Do you think they'll? Do you think if Ahsoka is successful in the current format, do you think they would move her into like film format and like include her in like live action movies? That's the so, plan. That's the they're plan. trying to converge okay. on this like Avengers style like meetup with Star Wars characters for a movie so, yeah, with Dave Filoni. Yeah, because the Dave Filoni movie that they announced at Star Wars Celebration is supposed to be the the you know quote like the quote unquote end game of like all the Disney Plus shows that have happened so far early or at least the ones in like the Mandalorian timeline. Right, right. Because they're doing they're doing that one, right? They're doing like a Mando uh like a Mando movie or something like that, right? It's like it's pretty much like at this point, it's it's pretty much clear that they're going to be doing their version of Air of the Empire, and the movie is probably going to be the, like, wrap-up. Mm-hmm. Like, the final yeah. confrontation, like, they're going to, you know, take it to Thrawn, and, you know, the New is Republic that... is going to try to, you know, thwart the rise of the, the, the Empire again. But, but this is, so this is, that movie will be separate from whatever Daisy Rid daisy ridley is doing again right yeah yeah that's like 19 years after rise of skywalker i think they said yeah it's 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 a time jump for sure yeah Yeah. and it's a whole new era the the rise of the uh the new order the new they better they better give finn his shit and fucking rose tico too uh and speaking of uh new republic i just want to shift back uh a very, I, just, I wanted to put it out there, a very divisive episode was the episode with, uh, we're looking at the Imperials who are getting, like, reintegrated to society, which I thought was pretty cool. We've never seen that in Star Wars. It's like, hey, we're actually, you know, the New Republic was actually trying, right, to help people. And then we had the spy, right, 
people didn't take that well. I know we were talking about it and we we enjoyed it. Just just thought it was funny. Like oh, it was just cool. like that people that the, like the episode was boring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got Which I thought it was like a really good spy episode, like, like a yeah, good like, spy yeah. movie. A lot of people were saying it's like, oh, this is filler. And it's like, I mean, it's, like, it's not. Yeah, it's, like, it's like it's like yeah, the show is called The Mandalorian, but there has to be like plot for the Empire. You know, this, yeah. this was like an Empire episode. Literally, you know? those two episodes set up the last episode. Those two characters in that one episode set up the rest of the season and what the whole fucking yeah. idea was. I thought it was a great episode. I thought it yeah. was. I thought it was well done. I don't know. People be tripping sometimes, man. So I do. I do. There is a small sec section of like fans that were kind of like not with that episode because, um, like they kind of look at the lens of like, oh, the the New Republic, you know, was, was the rebellion. They're supposed to be the good guys. So like, what's you know, what's the deal with all this like weird like that they using. <laughs> yeah bureaucracy and like they're they're using old imperial tech to kind of like you know reinstitute like people back like like ex-imperial officers back into society it's like oh no yeah this was a torture device but now we're using it for therapy you know kind of hey thing. man like, nobody nobody didn't not say that the, that the new republic was a piece of shit either so I mean, that, where, where do you think the first order came from? Is because people were too up in their ass about filing papers and shit. Yeah. I mean, like if, like the the New Republic were never the good guys, right? Like the Empire, yeah, was like the extreme of it. But the 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 New Republic is just an offshoot of the Empire without the fucking like evilness, like without the Sith. Like mm -hmm. the senators are all still you know mostly corrupt like i don't know i just thought, i guess that's just how i see it that it's like it's like it's like taking a piece of shit and spray painting it gold it's still shit you yeah. know like <laughs> but it's like it's it, it, it just like the because... current state of the u.s political spectrum you know you said it but but, but i mean <laughs> it shows like because you see you see the character of, of captain uh tape uh teva Who's like, hey, you know, we should be fucking doing something. You know, there's mm -hmm. some weird shit going on. And it's like, no, oh, we don't have we don't have the manpower right now. You're gonna kinda have to mm -hmm. you know do your things like, no, fuck this shit. I'm gonna get these Mandalorians to go fucking do it. Oh yeah. Do it under the table. And we got so much Mando action um with Din, with Bo Katan, yeah. with the with the Death Watch. It I mean for me, I was hyped all the time seeing them with their jetpacks and doing shit. Um, even the intro to the series, they fight a fucking giant turtle, and then Mando <laughs> comes in and his N1 and shoots it. It's goofy, it's silly, it's great. Like, I mean, it's like, all right, I know what we're getting this season, right? They're just spoon feeding us greatness. Um, quick shift though to jetpacks. I know we talked about it, Marcelo. My what one of my gripes with the whole series. Yeah. I'm with you. The, Axe Wolves, right? He's a hero. He go he he jetpacks from Mandalore all the fucking way up to the cruiser oh, the yeah. baseball, which is kind of hilarious. I'm just like, for real? Like this guy's got enough fucking coaxium for fucking what the, you know a million what the Mandalorian. Biggest red herring. There there was there was reasoning. We 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 figured out what it was. It's just that one. Paz Vizla was also like 200 fucking pounds more than fucking Axe Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they were just running on some ragtag ass gear, dude. They didn't have like mercenary high tech fucking 
jetpacks or whatever. I, like at least that's the reasoning I gave. It was still wacky because he's like, "I'm out of fuel," which is like, "Come on, man! I don't want to see this in a Star Wars thing. We have a limited ammo and fuel in Star Wars, guys." Hey, like, man. <laughs> Vizslas need to run on fucking pure diesel fuel, man. Get those hey, turbo, twin turbo engines. The fucking you know, like a, fat They gave asses. him a good Warriors ending, I gotta say. It's just another Vizsla uh, that go out, left behind. He did go out fighting the, the fucking... Um, the Praetorians, yeah. That was that was a good fight. The, it, cool. the, the, fir- the first rendition of the Praetorians. Yeah, right. Dude, That's that the cool. way that, that, that episode ended was insane. Like, pan out, body, just, and then dart, and then, like like credits and it's like fuck yeah what about kids like, show remember <laughs> like with the red herring of fucking the armor man everybody was like oh she's sus she's so sus. like oh the armor yeah. is sus fucking actual is is sus. Sus. yeah um what was her what was her name sasha banks's character oh uh mercedes's character yeah i can't I remember her name the, thought she was sus the dude from Breaking Bad sus. was sus. Like everybody was sus. Like it was so funny. And then <laughs> literally, they were all sus. They were all heroes. Mm-hmm. They all fought for Mandalore, and now and, now uh, they got their planet back. I thought it was cool where um you know they save his son Ragnar Vizsla's son. He's like you know I don't what know a name right fucking but he's Ragnar like, dude speech like, where they're like. Should we help Din? He's like, yeah, he saved my son. I was like, yeah, that's my boy. Fucking save him. <laughs> Man, those. What kind of what kind of name is fucking Ragnar, dude? I don't know. It's fucking. Like, I know Star Wars has a lot of weird ass names, but who in the right mind would name their fucking kid hey, man, Ragnar Din Gro- Vizsla? Din Grogu. <laughs> Din Grogu. Din Grogu. It's Clan Din. Fucking Clan IG Din. IG Grogu. That was funny. No, I, I actually no. thought that was really funny. <laughs> no, no. Oh, hey, but Grogu, hey, Grogu, you know, took what he learned from Luke and fucking yeah, he leveled know, up. He he held his own at the end there with that fight. Yeah, yep. He did hopping Sick, around, saved in a few times. Yep, with that little nice little ward of dawn with the fire, <laughs> protecting everyone. Oh my god, Joel, really? Like how much fucking power? Like <laughs> A fucking baby just holds back a whole bunch of like Dude. cruiser like fuel exploding. Yeah, it's gonna he's gonna be tired for like seven yeah, days. Yeah, man, they uh they roged one that base with the fucking. They fucking <laughs> did. Holy shit! Uh, I got two things for you guys, and we could go wherever we want to go. Um, one, I thought the Jack Black Liz episode with Christopher Lloyd was great. I know people were harping on them. You know, all of a sudden everyone's an acting coach with Lizzo, you know, but it's it was fun. It was a Law and Order Mando unit. Exactly. It was SBU Mandalorian. (laughs) And like they got the droids to be really sympathetic and and whatnot and shit like that. But it's like, yeah, it's like people were like harping on the episode because it's like, oh great, now Star Wars is all goofy. It's like Star Wars has always been fucking goofy. And there's been cameos since forever. <laughs> you know, we got Thundercat Book of Bubba Fett. I guess people randomly forgot that shit too. But what really? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's in there. He's oh in shit. There. Okay. Danny uh, Trejo but... was in there. Danny Trejo mean, was in Book of Bubba Fett. Oh, he was. I mean, yeah. What is what it is. I, you know, again, just. But it's like they it didn't fit because is. they were like what they were like the kings and queens of their fucking city. And yeah, it was like yeah. a very like posh, like you know, everybody didn't have a care in the world kind of like, like environment. And it's like, yeah, yeah they're gonna be a little goofy. 
Yeah. It's Jack little, Black. They're just they're just a little uh, you know eccentric and a little yeah. eclectic and but that's okay. It's yeah. I mean the ending was still good. I, I love that yeah. fucking Christopher Lloyd was a Dooku symp- sympathizer. Like that was right. that was a cool twist. Dude's you know ninety thought, years old, still doing it. You know what I thought was really interesting when they were at that that uh, shipping yard and they had all like the B two battle droids. Din was like, fucking kicking them. I was like, fucking dude, just pushing them and like treating them like fucking Boston Dynamics fucking robots and shit. Dude, I was gonna say that, yeah. And then, you know, the, the one reacted, and the first thing I thought of was like, oh shit, it's gonna start fucking open firing. It's like, no, it runs away. Like it knows nope. it. It's it turned into some like weird some eye robot kind of kind of situation. <laughs> like it like got afraid and ran away. And like you, it felt you made you feel sympathetic for something that was like a fucking killer in in the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Roger, Roger. Um, the ending, I felt like if they wanted to stop. They literally did like the little zoom in on Grogu. You know, happy. You know, Din's on a chair. He has his own place. Like I feel like that was like taking a break for a long time. Or if they wanted to stop. It could stop right there. It felt yeah. very final I, to me. I don't know about you guys. I think that definitely was like a sign from Dave Filoni. It's like, okay, you know, Mando is gonna just like chill here on his, you know, his property. You're gonna sit his sip his space lemonade, and now we're gonna go over to Ahsoka, and we're gonna hang out with her, and then you know, if somehow they figure out like how that you know new republic show was supposed to be maybe they'll make yeah we're gonna we're gonna get like walker that. texas uh walker texas mando <laughs> maybe I, who knows but yeah i think i think we won't be seeing them at least for a little while like at least until like a lot of this thrawn stuff starts to kick in yeah and like it becomes like their problem like they're gonna just hang out and like you know do do whatever and then, like, once Thrawn actually, like, becomes, like, an issue for, like, the Outer Rim and shit like that, then that's when mm-hmm. Mando gets kind of picked back up. Or, like, maybe, like, Boba Fett, you know, has He's a, a run-in. And then, like, Boba Fett's like, hey, we need you on Mos Espa. Yeah. I, mean, like I, need you to, I need you to increase my viewership. <laughs> I feel so uh, bad. I I really do feel so bad. There there was that one like interview with um yeah that was pretty with um Timo Morrison and you know it made me feel so bad because it's like I personally like I agree Book of Boba Fett wasn't the strongest show out of the the Star Wars shows on Disney Plus, but I still really enjoyed it and it was just really cool to see him like you know back again. And how like excited it was. It was like that year at Star Wars Celebration for when like Boca Boba after came out. Like everybody was so fucking like excited to see him. You know, it was great. It's like I agree, they probably should have reworked the show to be less of the hey, we need Mando to be here before mm-hmm. season three mm-hmm. and be more about Boba Fett. So I would really like to have Boba Fett have like another opportunity. And apparently he was like the early like the early rumors was that Boba Fett was supposed to be in season three, but they pulled him out. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Dang, really? Yeah. yeah. I was expecting to see him. 
like how dope would it have been if like the fire spray just comes out of nowhere and it's like kind of like aids them in that like a final like rush right all the, all the tie fires are coming out and then like there's no reason like, they could have said hey we need you real quick right but, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I really do hope they give they give boba fett like another chance because i i feel like it's too good of a thing to let go or like treat it like solo and just kind of like push it aside you know we'll see we'll see we'll see well who knows when we'll get another season of Mando or different Mandalorians. They hinted that the Mandalorian could be about not just Din. It could be whatever Mando shows up. I mean, shit, we're getting another Mando in Ahsoka with Sabine, so. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Mando was fun. Hell yeah. So good. Uh, what else? I... Oh, we could talk, I guess, um, Marcelo, did you see Guardians? No, not yet. Okay, we'll wait. Nope. We'll wait. Nope, nope, nope. That's I don't have fr- time. That's okay. Did you see? Oh, I know you talked to us about this already, but um, maybe could share it for the podcast. Um, about your experience seeing the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. You know, uh, I bought it today. Actually, it came out on digital today, so I bought it. And we already watched right. it. Right. They released it today. <laughs> Yeah, Damn, I bought already? it today. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nice. Um, uh, Super Mario movie. Even though uh, it was a while ago, I that was the first movie I took my kids to, and it was an awesome experience. Hell I'm yeah. glad that I waited this long because it was there was nobody in the theater, so it was like a good like test test moment for me. Oh damn. To okay. be like, all right, can you guys take the darkness and the sound? And but they had an amazing time. That's so I good. think we'll I think we'll go see like uh like the Little Mermaid and like the Despicable Me stuff. Uh, we'll we'll nice. start we'll start ramping it up a little bit now that I know that I can they can handle they can hang a little bit. Uh, so, so yeah, so no, it was me, super fun. So you're telling me you're not gonna let him see Ballerina of the John Wick Universe uh film next year? I, I you know I wish I wish I could man. Like I wish I haven't even seen John Wick yet, and it doesn't even come out oh, till digital dude. till next week. It's so it's, good. You you need like at least three hours to like watch it, but it's, yeah. What is it that three long? Hours. It's, it's, yeah, it's three it's, hours. It's, it's a little under three hours long, but Holy yeah. but dude shit. is is the ride worth it, bro? Yeah, it, yeah. It so, doesn't drag, honestly. It doesn't. I'll the watch it next week. Really good. It, I I will buy it. Obviously, I'll say this probably has some of the best action the series has had. Oh, choreography good. is it's like it's here, honestly, just like choreography, variety, mm-hmm. you know, just overall, just yep. like techniques that they use to like film, yeah, cinematography. Like, holy shit, like it's a really good scene. Yeah, if this is the last John Wick movie that they do, this was like a great fucking movie to end the series on because I know they said yeah. that they're taking a break from John Wick, like the character at least for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because now they're gonna do like ballerina, and they're gonna. I think they're making like a, a TV show about the yep. uh, set in the like the seventies. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I still need to watch that. Still need to watch Guardians. Guardians again. The issue with Guardians is that like uh, Emma wants to see it, so it's like having time to have somebody mm-hmm. watch the kids to be able to go see it because mm-hmm. yeah, they're not old enough to watch Guardians, and right. uh, so you know that that takes that's a little bit more involved. Hey Joel, unless right. you and Sarah want to come and watch the kids for a day, I'll go. I'll go watch Guardians. I was gonna say you want to. We'll watch it again with you guys. <laughs> oh, you guys can. 
we'll we'll talk about it we'll talk about it you guys we'll see what the schedule is we'll say like definitely try to see it in theaters because it's it's worth it to see it in theaters yeah uh uh emma's sister watched it on screen x she said it was dope on screen x damn okay uh but yeah so now that i you know we're still need to watch that Uh, i've been pretty behind on on uh on that kind of stuff yeah so but I heard it was good. I mean, I don't know if it was was this one. Would you say this one was your guys' favorites of the three, or did you like like one or two more it, than this? So, I mean, this isn't a spoiler. Like they 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 said this outright. This is the last Guardians movie with the current team. Mm-hmm. This is like probably the best wrap up movie. Like, a lot of people are saying this is, like, the best trilogy of the MCU, and I kind of agree. Like, the perfect storm of, like, having the best actors for these characters, plus being able to have James Gunn direct all three of them, because no other trilogy Mm -hmm. has had the same director for all three movies. Yeah. So, like, the whole story arc of all the characters, like, perfectly kind of wraps up like mm-hmm. by the end of this movie and so like it's hard to argue that this isn't like the best like movie post end game you know as as far as far as like storytelling like wise like and, i know i know we i know we love fucking like no way home cuz that that movie is just fucking like great and it's a fun time but like story wise just like from point like from beginning to end for the guardians it's it's gonna be hard to see them try to top it sweet i'm excited yeah i need to check that out but there's like so much other there's so much other stuff coming out like you think about the next couple weeks like next week i think is fast 10 and then the week (laughs) after that or two weeks after that i know seriously and then two (laughs) weeks after that like the flash comes out like we're we're starting to hit the, the summer we're starting to hit the summer. Are you guys going to go see The Flash? What are you guys doing? I, I joked we... with Brian that I would buy his ticket. He should buy my ticket so we don't technically buy our tickets for the movie. I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, you, I guys, think... you, guys, you guys should come out here for that. We can go together because I really want to see need, The Flash I was movie. about to say, we should do another Morbius run. Yeah, this let's movie do will it. probably be enjoyable. Unfortunately, yeah. What was wrong with Morbius? I don't know. You're playing know. with your phone. You're on your phone. I was playing <laughs> with the chair. Emails. You tell me that was wrong. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna make some time to watch Guardians eventually. Maybe maybe I'll have to wait. Just wait till it comes out on. I you, I think you got to see it in theaters. You, it, did you see two in theaters? Hmm. Yeah. yeah fin- finish strong in theaters if you can. I don't think there's been a Marvel Marvel movie that I haven't seen in theaters. It's event viewing, really. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't think of anything. Yeah, I, I, I was super satisfied. I, I think people are saying like they're comparing all the trilogies. Like I, I love Civil War, but I, I just think Guardians Three just. Is up yeah, here but like Civil War, War like I know it's a Captain. That was Avengers Two Point Five. It's, it's, it's a mini Avengers movie. It really mm-hmm. is. It really is. Like I don't. I, I know they did it because like we need to make a third Captain America movie, but it's like it was really yeah. like an Avengers movie. 
was Avengers 2.5, yeah. I mean, it had a lot um, to do with, like, the story of, like, the Winter Soldier and shit like that, which is yeah. technically in the Captain America shit, but it's like... Yeah. Yeah. I think... Yeah, so Spider-Man trilogy been, is the closest one that comes I mean, to me. So, has this been the better Marvel movie to come out in the past couple of years? Better than Quantumania? Better than Doctor yes. Strange? And all that kind of... Yes. Which is funny because, you know, Guardians came in as like a movie that not a lot of people like the general public just had no clue what oh. Guardians of the Galaxy was. And now mm. it's like everybody knows who Rocket, everybody knows Groot, even people who don't like Marvel, like Groot, like baby Groot and all that stuff. It's like mm. been really. I mean, it's what the MCU is good for, because like yep. it started with Iron Man, a character barely anyone that wasn't a comic book reader knew. And he became like one of the top fucking most popular Marvel characters. Yeah. You know, and the same with like the Guardians. Um, yeah. Definitely just try to watch it in theaters. Like, mm-hmm. also, the music selection is really good. Really good. Because they went, they went for uh, like a more of a 90s to like 2000s selection. And so there's a lot of good picks throughout that movie mm-hmm. well i'm gonna be out i mean i'm gonna be out there the week uh that weekend of anime so i'm gonna i'm gonna go sunday so but i'll be out in the peninsula on saturday before uh mm-hmm. before anime sunday if uh mm-hmm. if uh you know you guys wanna... we can make it work and then we can talk about the oh, flash we should do that yeah i'll text you guys. i mean i mean I mean the Batman movie starring Supergirl. Yeah, it's gonna be Days of Future Past. They're just gonna retcon all this shit and try to fix it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jameson in the chat says uh, Guardians of the Galaxy has to rank as number one of the best Marvel films. Also, apparently, uh, they're talking about getting the rights to film um, in like an Eastern country for John Five. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah. It was yeah, good dude. uh it was good talking to you guys again. It's been a minute. It was. Mm-hmm. It's it's good to get back into it because I know we, we yeah. had a lot going on, like at separate times and on a lot of, you know, juggling around schedules, but we got it. Yeah. We were able to we were able to get back this time. I know. And we'll talk about Mando. And <laughs> talk about Mando, finally. We, we got it in there, guys. We, we got it. it. Did it. We, we, did it. we, can, we, can, cross it, we can cross it off our board. <laughs> right. Um, no. Yeah, nothing like uh, shitty weather, sick people, and shitty internet and stuff to really just put shit into a, into a, you know, in the perspective. shit down, kick, kicking cans down the road, but mm-hmm. yeah. I'm here. I'm back. here. We're back. You're here. Um, yeah, I think uh, that will be doing it for us today uh, for the United Winter Podcast. Of course, we appreciate everybody listening and watching, either live or in VOD. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, we do things you know outside of here. So uh, you know, we'll start with you, Joel. Joel, where can people find you? You can find me on TikTok under Mad Mech Monster Mind. Also, I'm on SoundCloud. Just dropped some new songs today. Go check them out. Working to see what people think of them. I'm also on Twitter under Acoustic Avenger. The I is a one. 
I, know, I haven't been really posting shit on Twitter. It's getting mad at people's hot takes that are bad. But anyway, where can we find you, Marcelo? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Marcelo Double Sanchez and on Twitch at Marcelo Double Sanchez. I swear I'm trying to get a stream stuff together, but I am just lazy. And Let's do it, man. Yeah, it's all right. I'll do God of War, and then we'll go to you. We'll, we'll, we'll switch right. off. There you go. <laughs> what about you, Brian? Where are we at? Where are you at? Um, I mean, you can you can pretty much find me pretty much anywhere at Brian Saber. Uh, of course, that's a Saber of the RE. Um, yeah, like Twitter, Instagram. Uh, uh you. Know, I feel bad because I do like I do have a, a I do have a Twitch. I, I keep saying I do. I haven't streamed really that much recently. Um, but uh, like our schedules around here, you know, at the homestead are going to be changing soon. So maybe that will give me some more free time to stream more again. So if you want to, you know, watch out for that, you can always go look at twitch.tv forward slash Brian Saber. And that's about it. Um, you know, thanks for the live chat for hanging out, Jameson. Uh, I, I see you there. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, of course, uh, we'll be back hopefully, um, next Tuesday if you want to watch live, but of course we will always be around in the VOD and the audio podcast realm, but until next time, always remember to keep on nerding. Do you have anime?